Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you are listening. This is One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, the podcast where you know you'll figure out how to apply the Bible to today's life in a very real way. The Bible is as helpful today as it was yesterday, and I'm your hostess, Lisa, and you can count on one thing as you will leave the show learning something new and realizing you are not the only imperfect human being in the world. I am right there with you, if not leading the way. One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real is a podcast to encourage and uplift you through the reality of life. Stay tuned, don't go away, and let's start the show. Hello, everybody. It's August 26th, 2020, and I'm Lisa, your hostess. And this week, we are talking about preparation. And today is part two of three on preparation. And we're going to look at Ephesians. One verse. I know it's unusual for me, right? But I think we can do it in one verse today. So Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, which is in the New Testament. Ephesians 2.10 from the NIV. For we are God's workmanship. Oh my gosh. Let me repeat. Rewind. (laughs) Ephesians 2.10 NIV. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And Ephesians 2.10 from the voice. For we are a product of his hand, heaven's poetry, etched on lives, created in the anointed, Jesus, to accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. And Ephesians 2.10 from the New Living Translation, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do good things he planned for us long ago. I love this verse. It is so short, yet so powerful and so full of good stuff. You know, it starts with, you know, what are we? What are you? You are God's handiwork. You are a product of God's hand. You are God's masterpiece. Have you looked in the mirror lately when you're brushing your teeth or doing your hair, putting on your makeup, trimming your mustache, trimming the nose hairs, I don't know, and looked in the mirror and said, you are God's handiwork. Amen. You are God's masterpiece. You are a product of God's hand. I am God's handiwork. I am a product of God's hand. I am God's masterpiece. I don't know about you, but I haven't said that or thought that or felt that in a while. So this reminder today is empowering and uplifting for me. And I hope it's the same for you. Because we get so wrapped up in doing the ordinary and doing the normal that we forget that we are God's handiwork. 
And so as we look at preparation, what does you and I being God's handiwork or God's masterpiece or a product of his hand have to do with being prepared? And NIV just puts it right out there. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The good things you're doing in your life, God prepared in advance for you to do them. You know, if you are handing out milk and food to the needy, God prepared that in advance for you to do. If you are doing pro bono work for different nonprofits, God prepared that in advance for you to do. If you're offering free child care for the single mom or the single dad, God prepared that in advance for you to do. You may be the light, the hope, the inspiration, the blessing that those people need. And God knew that in advance. He prepared it in advance. You may feel like it's something that just happened or just came up on your plate. But God prepared it in advance. That is so cool and exciting to me. And the voice says, you know, I love, I love this little verse from the voice. So, for we are a product of his hand. Are you ready for this? Heaven's poetry etched on lives. That word picture. I don't know, is it just me? But that word picture lifts me up. You are the product of God's hand. You are heaven's poetry etched on lives. You are poetry etched on lives. Created in the anointed, Jesus, to accomplish the good works that God arranged or prepared long ago. And as you're doing those things that God prepared or that God arranged long ago, long before you and I were knew what was going to be needed, and sometimes probably even before we were born, you were heaven's poetry etched on someone's life. There are people that are heaven's poetry etched on your life. Take a minute and think about it. Who is that God's handiwork, that product of God's hand? Who is heaven's poetry etched on your life? The first person I think of is my grandma, Mary. For so many reasons. Who is heaven's poetry etched on your life that was created and anointed by Jesus to accomplish the good works that God arranged long ago. Jonathan, one of my students many years ago, that said, Mrs. Buskey, you need Jesus. He's heaven's poetry etched on my life. He changed my life. 
he changed my outlook. We're called to be someone's poetry. I love that. And we are someone's poetry. And maybe it's just me. I, you know, I'm an author and I like words. I write. I like words. So maybe it's just me. But I don't know about you. For we are the product of his hand, heaven's poetry, etched on lives, created in the anointed Jesus to accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. So not only are you a product of God's hand, so am I. And so is the other listener and the next listener and a listener that's listening two weeks from now. As much as we are that product of God's hand, as much as we are heaven's poetry, there has been that other child of God, that other aspect visual that was heaven's poetry on our life that God blessed us with and then we bless others and if we look at the New Living Translation for we are God's masterpiece he created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do good things he planned for us long ago. God planned all these things, these good things that we're going to be doing long ago. He was prepared. And so we might be asked or called to do something by God that we may not feel prepared to do. But if you look at Ephesians 2.10, if God already prepared this, and it was God's call and God's will and God's destiny on our life, We may not feel prepared, but God prepared the way. So he will prepare us and provide for us what's needed. And and in the NIV, they say to do Jesus' good works, right? And the voice says to accomplish the good works that God arranged. And the New Living Translation says to do the good things. Works. I really think that um, there are some religions that really believe that you go to heaven based on what you do for God. Yet salvation and faith is all about that we don't do anything to earn our faith. You know, that's God's grace. That's God's mercy. There's nothing you can say or do to earn your faith. It is a free gift. Um. Salvation is a free gift. And so, you know, this verse might be confusing because if you focus on, you know, we were created in Christ Jesus to do good works. I don't know. I think if we only focus on that part, we are really missing the bigger picture. You know, because it doesn't start with You must do good works to go to heaven. That's not what it says. It says that you are God's handiwork. You are God's masterpiece. You are here because God prepared the way. And that's what we need to focus on, is that God has prepared 
the good things that we're doing or the opportunity for us to do the good things we're doing. And we don't do good works or do things for God to get to heaven. We're not doing them because it gives us, we get something from it. You are doing because faith is a verb as far as I'm concerned. Faith requires action. And for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God prepared those different great things, those good things that you're doing that show faith as a verb. He prepared them in advance. So that your faith will grow through doing and giving and being for others. There's no I in team. You know, I've heard that before. If you play sports, you've heard it. But there is an I in win. I heard this from some, um, I watched some interview with some football player a couple weeks ago. And I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Um, Because I don't typically watch sports, but it was an interesting uh, article. You know, it's just an interesting interview. And he said, there's no I in team, but there is an I in win. So if we apply that to this, right, the team is God's team, right? Your eternal family. There's no I in team, but there is an I in win. And if you are doing what God's called you to do, if you are using the gifts that God gave you to show that faith is a verb and to grow God's kingdom because other people see God through you, through your actions, through what you're doing, that's because God prepared in advance just what you're doing at this moment. God knew you'd be handing out milk in a snowstorm. God knew you'd babysit the neighbor's kids because she's a single mom or he's a single dad and working two jobs to stay off welfare. He knew you'd be volunteering at the food pantry. God knew the needs. He knew where he was going to need his faithful servants. And he knew where faith was going to need a verb And he knew you were the person for that job, for that task, for that modeling, for that example to others. He prepared it in advance. He arranged it long ago. He planned long ago. Those are all synonyms for preparation. Arranged, planned, And because God loves us, because you are God's handiwork, because I'm a product of his hand, because we are God's masterpiece, he prepared before we even knew the need would be there. He was preparing our hearts, our mind, and our soul to be able to do what he has called us to do for the moment and the time and the need 
that he has at ex- the exact right time. You know, sometimes I call them God stops or a kiss from the king, um, as Kathy Tricoli calls it. Yet, we call it a God stop. We call it a God instance. We call it a kiss from the king because, oh, yet, if you look at Ephesians 2.10, he prepared that in advance for us to do. If he's called us to it, then he knows we have what we need within us. With him and our faith and our relationship with him to succeed. So when God's prepared the way, you will be successful. It may not always be easy. You may have to work hard. But if all it does is feel like a door slams and a door slams and a door slams, then go to prayer. Don't automatically assume it's the devil saying, or that it's God saying no. It may be the devil saying no, God has something bigger after this. So you need to go to prayer so you can figure out who's preparing the way for you in this instant. And is it that you really aren't prepared yourself? Or is it that you're not trusting God and his leading enough to know that he's prepared the way and he will prepare and help you through the process if you are focused on him and walking with him. I don't even know if any of this is making sense to anybody tonight, but I want you to know you're a masterpiece. And I'm going to read Ephesians 2.10 from The Voice. For we are the product of his hand, heaven's poetry etched on lives, created in the anointed Jesus to accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. You are heaven's poetry etched on someone's life. Who has been heaven's poetry etched on your life? Have you reached out and told that person, thank you? Have you told them the impact they made on your life? They may need to know that they were your poetry. This might be the moment where they're facing something that God prepared for them. And they may not be feeling prepared, but because you share that they were heaven's poetry in your life, it might be the encouragement they need to see that God prepared them for just this moment. And you'll be heaven's poetry to them. If God's prepared this for you, he will walk alongside you. And you're not going to be alone. And you'll do it all with him and through his strength. So don't give up. And right now with COVID-19, everyone is feeling unprepared because there are so many unknowns. Yet scripture tells us God has arranged all of this long ago. God knows where we're going. God knows where we've been. And God has prepared us. So you might feel unprepared to enter to go back to the classroom as the teacher, as the student. You may feel unprepared as the parent letting your kid get on the bus. You might feel unprepared being the parent that chose to teach at home and do virtual learning. 
but trust God. Trust that heaven's poetry is etched on your life. And take time and ask God, God, I need to see your poetry etched on my life. I don't feel prepared, but I know you are prepared, Lord. Thank you for preparing this ahead of time. Thank you for arranging childcare. Thank you for securing my job. Thank you for loving me enough to prepare the ahead for a time just as this. May I be heaven's poetry to someone else. Walk alongside me. Give me your strength. Amen. In this time of preparation, as you prepare for the unknown, know you're not doing it alone. God prepared the way long before we got to where we are today. And he's preparing that next journey before we get there too. Have a great week and I will catch you on Friday and we will wrap up this week's message on preparation. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you later. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real with your hostess, Lisa. If you've liked what you've heard, feel free to share it with your friends and family. Leave a positive review. And remember, you are special. And here on One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, that's what we do. Keep it real. Thanks for listening. And until next time.